G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. The Punter's Mate with Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson for Racing Queensland. There we go. We're underway. Punters, mate, on Friday, December 10. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Mark. How was the trip to work today? <laughs> Do you really want to know? The traffic well, was good. Well, you've been whinging ever since you've got here. The traffic was good, but, yeah, I have got one complaint to make, and you wouldn't think it would be that hard for a service station in the morning to get rid of the previous day's newspapers even if they haven't got today's delivery, they could have got rid of yesterday's because I get I buy the I don't buy the paper every day, but I buy it on a Friday morning on the way down here, and I get to the car and then I pull the form got out of the middle, and I pull the form. It's got Thursday all over it. I mean, come on, not good enough. I won't name the service station. I gather every week, but now I won't. Well, there you go. But apart from that, your week's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been wet again. Okay. More meetings lost. So, what are the highlights for the week then? Well, the highlights have been from last, or were from last Saturday, of course. Uh, now, I find these two hard to split. Uh, Tony Gollan's effort on Saturday to train four winners, Capital Tower Race 1, Tambo's Mate Race 7, the recognition, Miami Fleiss in the Eureka Stud Race 8, and Zoo Style in Race 9, the George Moore, the Group 3. That was a terrific effort. Uh, we expect that from Tony Gollan, though. So. He's been threatening this for weeks. He's had some really strong hands and hasn't quite got the number like, He's got the numbers. He's got the quality in the good races, the yeah. listed races, but this was a numbers thing yep. as well. So uh, he continues to dominate the carnival. Steph's ride on Miami Fleiss was an absolute belter. Drew wide, as we know. Things did pan out, but you've got to ride your luck in races, and she got a little bit of luck, but she made the most of it. She got across, and she was a couple of horses off the fence and trailing the speed beautifully, got uh, Miami Flies to the outside in the straight, and we knew she was going to uh, run run home well. She was a speedy squib, Miami Flies. She's not now. Uh, she's a much more uh, complete package of a racehorse. So she'll go on and uh, and win, obviously, more races than she's won so far. So I thought Steph's ride was great. I thought Tony Gollan's effort was really good. And I thought the effort of far too easy uh, to win the winning Rupert. This is the horse that's had or had had four starts leading into Saturday, had won three of them, unlucky not to win the other. Uh, trained by David McComb and Chris Caserta had had a lot to do with this horse, uh, having ridden it its first three starts. So there was a lot of emotion there after the win on Saturday. And I believe there's a lot of offers coming from Hong Kong for this horse. So whether we'll see him going down the track, who knows. But uh, that was another highlight as well. And what was a really good day at Durman? We're on Boris' watch today too, again. So Boris is actually joining us. We've he had is. Steph. We've had Ben. We've had Leah Kilner. We've spoken to. She's moved SCN. out. Now, oh, no, she's moved out, so yeah. she won't be back on the program. But um, <laughs> yeah, so Boris watched today. Boris is joining us for the first time. He is. Boris will be, be joining us just after nine o'clock. I wonder whether he's still stiff and sore after last week. Well, that's what we'll find out. Yeah. I want to find out exactly what happened at the barriers and if there was a reason for shooting for gold going off like that. Well, speaking of the barriers, Steph had an incident in the barriers on the Wednesday, Wednesday. Yep. at Ipswich. The first two races went through okay, and then. A storm came through um, from the Darling Downs through Ippie and into Brisbane, and the races were abandoned after the second. But 
you could sort of say the races were abandoned as the third was about to start because Steph had a pickup ride and she was on her mount was one of the first in with Jim Burns mount. Uh, she got off the saddle just to sit on the side as the jockeys often do. And it was bucketing down and there was thunder and lightning and a clap, a, a flash of lightning triggered the starting gates to yep. open. Yep. Her horse took off without her on it. And Jim Burns horse took off with him on it. Um, and then they said, right, we're not racing. It's too dangerous. Um, we better get back now. Steph, therefore, was a bit fortunate. All the jockeys had to get their horses back. Mind you, they would have got back pretty quickly yeah, on the horses. Yeah, I think some had gone back even yeah. before then. But um, Steph got in the car and went back. So, yeah, yeah Ipswich abandoned after two races yeah. uh, on Wednesday. And that was, I mean, we can laugh about it now, but wow. That could have been a very dangerous situation. Yep. You know, on, on those starting stalls, they're made of some sort of metal, yep. I would suggest. So, yeah, very lucky. Now, t- speaking of jockeys, two have been suspended. Yes, uh, Brad Stewart and Justin Huxtable for... Uh, the trials, failing a breath test. yeah, failing a breath test at the trials on Tuesday morning. I don't know any more about that, so uh, we won't see it, either of those guys for three weeks, and that's going to cost uh, Brad Stewart the ride on Zoo Style on Boxing Day. So I suppose Ryan Maloney will be back on 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 board Zoo Style. So there you go, Jimmy Orman. Jimmy Orman unfortunately got injured at the trials on Tuesday. He was cantering around to the barriers. Uh, the horse he was riding whipped around suddenly, and he broke the metacarpal. Is that right? I've broken the metacarpal in my right hand. And it's he the injury out- du jour of 2021, broken it? hand. Yeah. Um, rugby league, for some reason this year, so many players, um, James Tamalolo broke his twice wow. in the one season. So your broken hand has been uh, the injury du jour um, <laughs> of 2021. And Heels would be able to give you more information about that if he was here because he is our medical expert on SCN. Six weeks he'll be out for. But he will be back for the Magic Millions. So probably about five weeks now. So we'll see Jimmy back for the Magic Millions. And the latest on incentivise doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't. I mean, this was interesting because there were reports that he'd pulled up lame after the Melbourne Cup. And then he'd gone to Peter Moody's vet, I think it was, and got the all clear. And now he's back up here in Queensland spelling. And they took him for a uh, a visit to the University of Queensland Veterinary Hospital at Gatton just for a checkup at Steve Tregay and revealed injuries to both his front suspensory ligaments uh, and some damage to the fetlocks. He has to be rescanned in February to see where uh, where it is at that stage, and it can take three to six months to heal. So uh, the winter carnival might just come around a little bit too soon uh, with those injuries in in place. So and they won't they happens. won't rush they won't rush him. Back, no, yeah. that that could let him go for the winter and and just build him up for a spring carnival again and another Melbourne Caulfield Cup tilt. So. Yeah, we weren't really expecting that. We thought uh, that he'd got the all clear. So it puts more merit into that terrific performance to run second to Very Elegant. Yeah, absolutely. And it will be interesting if he does come back for the spring because obviously the preparation is going to be completely different yeah. from the prep he had this year, spending time in, in Queensland in winter. He had such a like a long campaign. I know he had a little, little bit of a break in between, but... I don't think the rest will do him any harm at all. No, absolutely not. <clears throat> We're going to take a break here on the punters, mate, because speaking of jockeys, a big jockey day today. Bailey Notif is going to join us after the break, and he's back. He is. He's back, back. off a uh, little bit of a, uh, a short break due to the weight issues again, but we can ask him all about that after the break. This is the punters, mate, with Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. It's all thanks to the TAB. The TAB Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The Punters Mate for Racing Queensland. The Tad Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 
858. And I'm pleased to say uh, we've spoken to Bailey um, on the program a number of times, but it's nice to see him back on the program and also back in the saddle. And he joins us this morning. Bailey Native, good morning. Morning, mate. How are you? I'm well and nice to be back riding and uh, feeling 100% again. How are you? Yeah, everything's everything's good. Um, Feeling good. So keen to get back into it today. So what was the purpose of the break? What did you do? Um, How did it help you? Uh, having the three weeks off? Um, yeah, pretty much just weight-wise, weight had to have a break again. Um, it's not ideal, but something I had to do. Um, and, yeah, it, just, it sort of just gives me even a couple of weeks, three weeks to a month, it just it just gives me a, a little bit of time just to reset and, and just um, get everything in order again. And I thought I was sort of struggling a bit at the time with, with my weight, so... Um, coming into obviously carnival time now, sort of don't want to be getting off rides and things like that. So um, thought I'd have a break, and it's um, done me the world of good. Bailey, you finding then by having that break, and and maybe you can reassess what you need to do to get um, in the saddle on a on a regular basis. By maybe, and Ian Healy made the point when we we're talking about it on breakfast with Pat and Heels that it might mean that you have two or three one-month breaks throughout the year to extend your career, and that becomes part of your ritual. That becomes part of your routine. Yeah, exactly right. I sort of said it the other day that it's probably something I will have to do a couple times a year, um, but it's probably worth the sacrifice to to keep doing what I want to do, which is, is ride. So, um, yeah, it's just something I've got to do a bit different to everyone else, but um, that's the reality of it, and... I've just got to sort of work with what I've got. Did you, uh, or were you able to do track work and uh, ride track work and trials, et cetera, while you were off? Yeah, I was. Obviously, we've had a fair bit of wet weather, so a lot of the trials were cooled off, but um, I wasn't suspended or anything like that. It was um, just just a sort of break um, to get my weight right again, and um, I haven't missed a day's track work since I've been off, so it's not like I've been off the scene, haven't rode a horse for three weeks. I've sort of still been doing the daily grind, but um, it's it just a, makes it a bit easier having a break when and getting your weight um, stable again when you're not sort of at to waste all the time yep. um, through the week of the race meetings. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's just something I've, I've got to deal with and um, we're ready to go again today. So really what you're not doing is the form for races and riding in races or whatever. Does that get the competitive juices flowing again? You can't wait to get back to the track and ride rather than just track work and trials? Yeah, it does, obviously. Um, it's not like I don't watch any races or things like that. I, I've pretty much watched every race at every race meeting since I've been off. Um, so it's not like I'm, I'm totally out of the scene and coming back. It, it's just really good to see um, my name back in the in the form book. It is, guaranteed. Now, you've got a couple of rides at uh, Doombin this afternoon. Uh, we've got a track inspection at 9am. It's currently a heavy 10. Uh, are you confident the meeting will go ahead? I think so. I'm pretty sure it's meant to be a pretty hot day today. So, yep. um, And the first race is until about 10 past two. So um, it gives it plenty of time to sort of dry up, um, weather that big rain we had last night, what sort of impact it did have regarding surface water and things like that. That's probably got to be the main issue. But um, 
I'm pretty confident we'll go ahead. Now, you've got two rides, uh, a lot of scratchings, 47 scratchings, but fortunately your two are still running. Uh, can you lean us into either of them? They're both trained by Barry Lockwood. You're all that in race one, and Pushkin in race four. Any preference? Yeah, the, I've only had something to do with, with you're all that. Um, I gave her a jump out at Eagle Farm, would have been about three weeks ago now, and um, she's quite a busy filly, but she really gave me a really nice feel um, that day, and and she's by your song, so you think the wet track um, wouldn't wouldn't worry us. She was when she had her first start, it was on a soft track, and she had a lot of work from a wide gate, um, and just got just got run down by Raja, who sort of breaks the form. So um, drawn a bit sticky again today, but um, she she seems to have nice ability and off what she gave me in her jump out, and um, hopefully she can just get a nice run from that bit sticky gate, and I'm sure she'll be in the finish. Now, you've got some good rides uh, tomorrow at Eagle Farm. We know we'll be going around on a good track there, which is uh, excellent. Race three, uh, this very smart uh, colt by Spirit of Boom in Palazzo. Spirit resumes, only had the one start. That was back in October, and you rode him to victory. He won the trial. He looked good in the trial on Tuesday morning. Yeah, I, I really like this horse. Um, he sort of probably was ready for a little bit of a let-up when he won. Um, he had sort of sort of his that was his first sort of prep of jump outs and things like that. Um, so he had a little 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 bit of a let up. His residual still got a bit of residual fitness and he's had that one trial on Tuesday just to sort of kick him over for this and um I think he'll be really competitive tomorrow for sure. Yeah, it was impressive the way he came from sort of off the speed a little to come through and uh, and win that trial. Uh, we saw him at his only start lead, so he doesn't necessarily have to lead, and you've got a bit of an awkward gait there anyway tomorrow. Yeah, I was, I was pretty keen to um, ride him with a bit of a sit on Tuesday, um, and it was good good to see him sort of come back underneath me nicely and, and quicken up when asked. So he's definitely not one-dimensional, um, and, yeah, I thought he had a lot left on the line, so that was a good sign. Now, you're riding Usmanov in the uh, the Bribey, a horse that you really seem to uh, click with. He's drawn gate number one. You're pretty confident about his chances? Yeah, I've, I've um, won on him five times, and mm. um, his first-up record's not bad. He's got a pretty good first-up record. Um, he's got a big weight, which is probably a little bit of a concern, but um, it is only a 1,000 metres, and gate one sort of, he can get as soft a of, soft of run as possible from that gate. Um but, yeah, he's a horse that I really, really like and got a good affiliation with. So um, you'd think he'd be really competitive tomorrow first up. He'd have to be right up there in uh, in your list of favourite horses, surely. Yeah, for sure. Certainly he was... Um, I went on him in, I think, a Class 3 plate and, and now he's in a listed race. So I've sort of been on him from when I went on him all the way through. Um, and, yeah, he's definitely one of my favourites. And lastly, just wanted to ask you about uh, Good Chat. Very interesting runner in race number five. Now, it was formerly with David Van Dyke, uh, then went to Sydney, had one run, and ran a good second at Rose Hill, now back up here with uh, with Billy Healy. So I'm not sure what's going on with connections-wise. But, look, on his best, he'd have to be a chance, but he seems to have a real liking for the firmer ground. So Eagle Farm shouldn't pose a problem for him. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure he went down to Annabelle Nisha. Yeah and had that fun run, and then, then they sold him on, on the online auction. Okay. And, um, 
the new owners bought him off that, and this is his first run for Billy. So um, he's had that one run in Sydney, which was really good. And, and like you said, Eagle Farm, um, he'll get a firm deck, which he likes. And um, obviously Apache Chase is, is the class, class horse in that race. But we've drawn a soft gate, um, and he should get every chance from, from that barrier. Barney, thanks for your time, mate. Great to see you back. And uh, good luck over the Christmas, New Year period and the uh, the big summer carnival. And uh, we'll no doubt catch up uh, at some stage in 2022. Thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, Liz. There he is, Bailey Nordup there, who is good to see him back. And just having a look at some of the fields, there's only three horses in the last race because of all the scratchings. I know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Even I should be able to pick the trifecta there, mate. You should. You should, but you might stuff it up in some way by putting in the horses scratched. scratched. Yeah. We're going to take a break at eight to nine. The punters, mate, for Racing Queensland. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Racing today in – sorry – yeah, today is Doomben. I was looking at yesterday there for a minute. I was about to say Mackay. That's not right. Doomben, um, Harness Racing, Albion Park, Greyhounds, Ippy. Tomorrow, Eagle Farm, Gold Coast, Toowoomba, Townsville, Roma, Bundaberg. Harness Racing, Albion Park, and the Greyhounds at Ipswich in Townsville. Then on Sunday, the Sunny Coast for the uh, Thoroughbreds, Redcliffe for Harness and Albion Park, and Capella Bar, which well, you might get there. might get to over the Christmas, New Year I bet you break. Don't. I bet you when I come back, and I'll say, Chris, how was Capella Bar? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, look, I, went, I bought a newspaper and it was the wrong days and I thought it was on today, but it was on tomorrow and I missed out. Sorry. Or I could just say, yeah, I went, but I didn't. Yeah. And you'll never know. I will. Because how? I'll ask you specific questions about the track and the parking you area. You have been there. And which road. You'd, I have. I'll just say, I don't know what the road I was. I have been I to Capella Bar. I can say those things. I don't know what the road was called. I just followed yeah. my nav man. I have been to Capella Bar. <laughs> So don't start that with me. So yeah, that's the racing uh, over the next couple of days. And when we get into Christmas time, it's, it gets really busy. Um, what know, racing? With the number of meetings. Yes. But Christmas day does. is about the only day. Over Boxing Day, New Year, and then into the Magic Millions Carnival, you'll be really busy. Which is the fifteenth. Interesting of... to see you with a bit of sweat on the brow. Fifteenth <laughs> of January. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week. There's lots on that week, but. Uh, now, it's always a good week with the sales uh, and plenty of people. Uh, I'm sure that now with the borders open, uh, well, to an extent, yeah, yeah. Uh, there'll be a lot of people obviously coming up from, uh, from Melbourne. And, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. From uh, Melbourne and uh, Sydney, buying plenty of horses. They've been buying them online uh, recently, in recent years, but uh, hopefully that'll all change. And who knows? Who knows? We wouldn't know what's going to happen next week, let alone in a month's time. Yeah, they just, they'll just want to get you know, up and about and, you know, just to be doing something a little bit different. So it'll be an interesting Magic Millions and you'll be there as well. I will be there. Yeah, I'll be there. There's plenty of uh, plenty of things on, <laughs> plenty of things uh, for SEN to do during the Magic Millions. So plenty of work there. And I meant to tell you last yeah, week yeah. too, last Friday night at the Sunshine Coast, I went out there as I mentioned, thought all I'd right. bump into Kelly. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't there at all. He obviously heard the radio in the morning and decided to send one of his. Well, I was um, going to ask, has he asked you whether you want to help him buy a horse at the Magic Millions? Maybe you might be my two and a half percent. You might become his bloodstock agent. (laughs) I wouldn't think so. Buying and selling racehorses. But but I will be at the track tomorrow at uh, Eagle Farm, so I'll hunt him down there. Why? I got an invite, so I'm going to an official lunch at Eagle Farm tomorrow. So. Wow. I have to dress up, Mark. I have to put the uh, the shirt and the uh, blazer on and the pants and the shoes. How did that is... happen? Who, who, which... No, it's not what you know. It's who you know. No, well, obviously someone doesn't know you and you saw your name somewhere. <laughs> oh, we better invite this bloke. No. They're going to have a shock tomorrow, aren't they? No, no, no. It'll when be you bit... rock up. Yeah, very good lunch. Looking forward to it.
going to take a break for the news. Other side of the news, we will have our follow, fold or forgive, and we're going to go on Boris Watch. We are. Boris is going to join us after the news, which is next. The punters mate for Racing Queensland. The Tad Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Chris Nelson and Mark Braybrook on this Friday morning. And Chris, now it's time to follow, fold, or forgive. I've got a few here this week. I know Mark. last week you had D squat. Well, we didn't have a meeting the week before. Well, there hasn't before. been many meetings this week either. Yes, but I found plenty had from two last week. Ra- you had two races week. on Wednesday. Yeah, I did nothing from Wednesday. Yeah, okay. Switch right up. Okay, last Saturday at Doomben, Ashgrove. Was a very short price favourite in uh, last Saturday, and look, I think we're going to forgive him. He 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 had found a good spot in the run, but the runs came from the back and sort of flushed him out. So he had to go a little bit too early. Ryan Maloney pushed the button on him, and he was a couple of lengths in front early in the straight. It looked as though he'd kick on and win, but unfortunately, the uh, closers uh, finished all over the top of him. So I think Ashgrove. With a quieter ride, no fault of Ryan's, just a quieter ride next time around, uh, could probably improve and, and win again. So we're certainly going to forgive Ashgrove. Jackson on time. Huge run. Only had one star, and that was back uh, in January of this year during the Magic Millions Carnival. Uh, ran a third behind Finance Tycoon in one of the two-year-old lead-ups. Absolutely charged home from the back of the field. Couldn't go early, but the closing sectionals were very, very strong. He was hurtling home down the uh, bottom of the screen if you watch it on your video. So Jackson on time. Definite follow. Out of the George Moore. Baller and hard empire. Zoo style obviously led. Got a very soft lead. Baller was never any chance in the world of uh, of running down uh, Zoo style. Steph, I thought, gave Baller a really good ride. He had to be within some sort of contact, and he was. But he just needed a bit further. And the run that Baller had was too soft in front. Uh, sorry, that uh, Zustol had was too soft in front. So Baller, stick with him. I don't think we'll see him to Magic Millions Day, but stick with him. Hard Empire was a really good return in the same race. Uh, as I said, there wasn't a lot of speed. Zustol had a good time. Hard Empire was the one charging home sectionally. He'll take good improvement from that. Follow him. In the last race, put on the red light. Another one from the Golan Stable of Philly. Flashed home into the placings. She was ridden forward at her previous start. Because she got caught wide, uh, Ryan Maloney pushed on, did the right thing there, but it was out of her comfort zone because she looked good coming from the back at her previous run. So ridden back in the field again last week, she flashed home. I don't know whether she'll go for a break or there's another run or two in her, but she should be followed. Last Friday night at the Sunshine Coast, a horse by the name of So Clever, trained by John Moore on the Gold Coast, started favourite, odds on for the fourth time in four starts and got beaten again for the fourth time in four starts. You've got to fold up on this one, Mark. You couldn't even include it in your multi. So clever. No matter what price this thing goes around and wherever it is, I wouldn't be having anything on it. So we're going to fold up so clever. What about Garibaldi? Well, Garibaldi, I'll get to later in the show, but he runs around at uh, Doom at Eagle Farm Sorry, tomorrow in race number eight. Do you want me to tell you now what I think of his chances? I think, I think you might be having a tip on for He's Garibaldi. my best bet of the day. I think Garibaldi will be winning tomorrow. That's race Eight, horse number seven. He's had one run back. He ran a good race at the Sunshine Coast in the Swiss Ace behind Zoo Style. He missed the start a couple of lengths. Uh, he ran on quite well. He's beaten about four, but he's back to a class six tomorrow. He's uh, very well in at the weights. He's drawn well, and he gets Ryan Maloney on top. So I think he's the one to beat. So very keen on the chances of Garibaldi, race eight, number seven. So just recapping, Ashgrove. Forgive. Jackson on time. Follow. Baller. Follow. Hard Empire. Follow. Put on the red light. Follow. So clever. 
fold up like a deck of cards. So we couldn't be totally positive for the final, my final show of the year. But anyway, and Garibaldi is a special for you tomorrow. So we'll get to that a little bit later. The punters made for Racing Queensland. Well, let's try for take two. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Now, when we tried to speak to Boris before, I mentioned no one on SEN Queensland, no jockey has been mentioned more than Boris Thornton without actually having him on the program because Ian Healy is now on Boris Watch as well as Steph Watch. So we thought we should get the brother of our favourite jockey, Steph Thornton, online to have a chat with him about life in Queensland and back riding. Boris, good morning to you. Good morning. Mate, are you aware that Steph, who was a regular with Patton Heels on a Tuesday and Thursday, uh, Monday, Monday and Thursday, sorry, mm-hmm. on the program for breakfast, has meant that now you have become our second favourite than Ian Healy every time that you are riding goes on Boris Watch to see how you're going. <laughs> you have become a bit of a cult hero without actually talking to you. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. You know, I heard Steph was... Um... I heard Steph was getting a bit of a getting a bit of time on radio and that, and which you know she's going really well. So um, she's a very good speaker, and you know she's got a good profile at the minute. So that didn't surprise me. But yeah, it's it's uh, nice to get on here with you with you guys and and have a chat just to let everyone know that I'm still around. So now he also has a theory too, Boris. That was what I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> that you ride a winner early, and we're on Boris Watch to see to make sure if you've got an early ride, Ian Healy's all over it. Fair income. Yeah, yeah. Right. you get tired. <laughs> <laughs> Because you were back coming back from an injury, he thought you got tired later, later in, in the day. day. See, Heels knows nothing about racing, but he just follows <laughs> Boris and Steph, and he noticed that you used to beat Steph early. In, you'd ride a winner race one or race two, so he came up with this one of Heels' weird theories that Boris watch early, get on. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's, that's fair, but I think uh, <laughs> I, I reckon I've been back sort of four months now. I reckon sort of give me another couple of months and – I'll be riding winners in the last four years too. <laughs> you don't really want to ride all your winners early in the day, Boris, because the bigger races are generally later in the day. Yeah, exactly. The features are normally sort of, you know, races six, seven, eight, something yep. like that. So that's right. Now, so now that my fitness is back, that's when I'll be. Uh, that's when I'll be striking. I reckon. Now you're not riding anything at any stage during the day today because both of your horses have been scratched at Doombin. Yeah, yeah. I had a first start at Gossip Column for. O'Day and hoisted and she scratched. They didn't want to start her on a heavy track of kick her career off on a heavy, so that's fair enough. And then the one of Van Dyke's in the last was scratched as well, so it'll be a quiet day for me and, and just prepare for tomorrow. Now we'll ask you in a moment uh, how you um, how you or how you uh, recovered after that incident at the barriers last week. But can you just take us through what happened with shooting for gold at the barriers last week? Did something's did something spook him in the gates? It just wasn't normally his sort of, uh, well, not something that he generally does. Yeah, no, it was it was very out of character for him. Um, I haven't seen the actual footage of what happened, but my partner, she she got it and she's seen it and, and we were talking about it the other day and she said um, she reckons it's simply fly, lunge at the barriers, uh, which is what set Shooter off. Um I think I think there was a point where I was and I was talking to Mark Duplessis about the rider simply fly and we were chatting about it the next day or two after and he said because I called because shooter was half getting a little bit edgy a little bit toe and I just said to the starter just to give me a second and that's when simply fly sort of half thought the gates were going to open so he lunged and when he lunged well shoot obviously I think he just got a real big fright 
he reared up and he, because he'd done it so quick, he threw all his weight and momentum back and he sort of he ended up sitting down and, and half laying on the back of the barriers and in that process. He threw me out the back but didn't get all of me out the back. So my leg from my knee down, or just below my knee down, was then caught in the V of the barriers, so the back of the barriers in that where they shut, where they lock them in. So mm-hmm. I got caught in that for probably a little while and because Shooter was, you know, he was freaking out, so he was half panicking, all his weight was back on me. So he kind of crushed the from my knee, just below my knee down for a certain period of time until the barrier tenants were able to get him off me so then they could get me out. And fortunately, uh, no breaks, but what, what injuries did you sustain? Yes. Uh, yeah, so no breaks. So x-rays come up clean initially, which was great result. Um, and then it was just, you know, swelling, bruising. There was a muscle tear in there from the ultrasound I got the next day on the Monday morning. But, yeah, so I got away pretty good injuries-wise. And I've seen the specialist on Monday morning. He said it's it's just a uh, just basically a crush injury, which is going to take time for everything to, you know, just relax and and become soft again because it was all just real hard and tense and and that so yeah it was just a crush injury really after all you've been through too boris it must have been a relief to get that uh, news that it wasn't another serious injury oh for sure i was extremely frustrated and disappointed on sort of sunday into monday morning just you know like my leg had blown up like it was huge i could hardly put any weight on it and i was just yeah, I was cursing myself. I was like, surely this ain't going to set me back another few months. Like, that's the last thing I needed. I just just got back, built up some good momentum, was getting good opportunities. And, um, yeah, and if that set me back another couple of months, well, yeah, yeah I would have been pretty pretty unhappy about that. And how is the shoulder? That's the that's the major injury, isn't it, that's been causing you the issues? That has put you yeah, on the sideline? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, right shoulder, like I had to... Um, reconstruction and then all the um post like post reconstruction complications with all that from the compartment syndrome and everything and yeah that had me on the sidelines for well over 14 months recently and like with the initial operation that was sort of six to eight months so yeah it's probably given me two years out of the saddle just trying to get that right um but at this stage like since i've been back this time i've been able to manage it really well it still has its moments, which I think it always will, you know, for the rest of my life. But, yeah, I can manage it at, at this point in time. And um, so, yeah, which is which is really pleasing. And it's not hindering my riding in any way, which it used to. So that's a really good result. Now, take two tomorrow, shooting for gold, lining up in the bribey. Uh, obviously, there won't be any issues at the barrier this time around. You confident about his chances? Yeah, no, I am. I'm really confident. Like when um, Steve O'Day and Matty Hoisted told me that this was sort of where he had to go just to continue his prep, well, that sort of made me work even harder this week and you know, put in the effort to make sure my leg was all good so I could ride him because, yeah, I think he's on his favourite in the race and which he's entitled to be. Like, um, I think he would have, if he did race over the weekend, I reckon I would have gave this all of run for its money so um yeah he's definitely entitled to be favorite i like his chances even though we've drawn half a sticky gate um with the amount of speed in the race i don't think it's really going to affect him uh he should get a beautiful run in behind him and 
yeah, I'm I'm extremely confident with him. If if he shows up and puts his best foot forward on his best behaviour, I can't see why he won't be winning tomorrow. Have you had anything to do with uh, Totally Charmed? He looks uh, the main danger. I mean, they were both terrific runs in the Swiss Ace Plate. Uh, I know. I don't think you've ridden him, but have you had any uh, track work uh, experience with him? Yeah, no, I've had plenty of experience with Totally Charmed. Um, I rode him a lot early in his career when he was with Aquas. When, like, Steve, Stephen O'Day's always trained him and Maddie, but he was with Aquas initially and I had a lot to do with him then. He's always been a nice horse. He's always shown huge amounts of ability. It just took him a long time to learn to settle and relax, but these days he's really putting his best foot forward. He's had a, he's had a faultless prep um, leading into tomorrow. I've done plenty of... Plenty of gallops on him, trialled him this time in, and yeah, he's he's definitely a big danger to shooting for gold. Um, so I think it's just going to come down to who gets the best run. Totally Charmed has drawn a softer barrier, but he has had the tendencies in the past to step away slow. So mm. um, I think it's just going to come down to who has the best luck in the running, um, and yeah, what what goes in whoever's favour. I think it's only going to take something small sort of to go either Shooter's way or Totally Charm's way. And I think that could be the, the thing that gets either one over the line because there's not much between them these days. Now, we know you're good, Boris, but uh, you've got two rides in race number four. You're not that good. Uh, goddess of peace for Helen Page and Mingle for Ferrari Day Hoisted. Uh, Mingle's an emergency, so I'm gathering that might have been why you've got that ride as well. Any idea which, which one you're going to be riding at this stage? Yeah, no, I'll be riding Helen Page's in that. I'm highly doubt Mingle gets a run and even if she did um, I think Steve and Maddie were going to scratch her from that barrier just being her first start it's going to be extremely hard and you know she's a nice filly and she's going well so why would you sort of you know sacrifice a run from a bad barrier yeah. um, when you can front up to a similar race the week after so yeah I'll be riding uh, Helen Pages in that Well, mate, thanks very much for your time this morning. Much appreciated. It's great to finally be able to catch up with you and get you on SEN uh, because uh, any brother of Steph's is a favourite of ours. Good luck over the summer carnival and no doubt we'll catch up in 2022. Yeah, no, excellent. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Good on you, mate. Boris Thornton, the... uh, well, it's great to see him back after what he's been through, and yeah. that could have been so bad. That could have been so dangerous uh, with shooting for gold, and it's nice to finally hear him after we've had Steph on for so long. We've had Ben. We've had Leah. We haven't had Damien. Mind you, we haven't had to because he's in Melbourne. But um, now Heels can confidently still continue with Boris Watch maybe in 2022. Maybe Carnival time we could get him maybe, in for Maybe, if he comes up. You reckon he'll come up? Yeah. Sugar Boom. Interest, I'm sorry, interesting race that, uh, Bribey. Sugar Boom for Steph Leeds. And then we've got uh, shooting for goal for Boris and totally charm for Ben that'll be steaming down trifecta, the outside chasing trifecta, home. Yeah. Trifecta. Family now, affair. the weekend forecast. What do we got? Well, best bet of the day, and I've already been through this race eight, number seven, Garibaldi. I say he's beautifully placed in class six company. I think he'll be winning race eight, number seven for Gollan and Maloney, a lethal combination. Now, a couple at value. Race six, number six, Tycoon Evie. She's got a great record at Eagle Farm. She's had six goes for four wins and a placing. She backs up off a, uh, an effort last Saturday at Doomben where she ran on quite well at the end of 1,200 metres. So 1,300 metres, perfect for her. There looks to be good speed in the race, and she can park just off that speed and finish on well. So race six, number six each way, Tycoon Evie. You can probably get uh, double-figure odds around the place. And race seven, we just spoke about this race uh, with Boris shooting for gold and totally charmed. I thought at the better price, totally charmed was the way to go, and you can back him confidently each way. 
Uh, he is second favourite, around uh, four fifty-five dollars. Both good runs in the Swiss eight, behind, uh, Swiss ace behind Zoo Style. Both horses made good ground, but I was probably more surprised with Totally Charmed. I think he really might have kicked on this preparation. We might see the best of him this time around. Uh, he's only lightly raced for a seven-year-old and shooting for gold. Look, he hasn't had a setback, but he did miss the run last week. And maybe that might just have some sort of uh, bearing on tomorrow's result. But I'm with Totally Charmed each way. So race eight, number seven, Garibaldi, the best, and a couple at value there. Race six, number six, Tycoon Evie. Race seven, number five, Totally Charmed. Update. 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 Oh, yeah. Got a uh, text from Cal- a message from Callie this week. You're talking about... No, no, uh, no. I'm not no? interested. Um, oh, on Dooman today. Uh, well, it's not nine o'clock, is it? Well, it is nine it is. o'clock. It is. No, I'm about to give you one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just be quiet here for a minute. Track... Rating, heavy 10, rail, 7 metres entire course, weather fine, rainfall, 48 hours, forty-eight mil last 24, 73 last 7 days, irrigation nil last 7 days, best bet, race 2, number 5, thanks to Racing Queensland. Best bet, who's giving that best bet out? Well, I don't know. Race, like race 2, number Queensland. 5. I'll give yeah. you a best bet there for there today. It's obviously not race 2, number 5. No, a horse that absolutely loves the wet ground, goes around in the feature, the Brisbane Handicap, race 6, number 2, Nicanova. There you go. Okay, so it looks like, because this has just been tweeted by Racing Queensland, that uh, Doomman is on today. So after that track inspection. They yeah. wouldn't tweet that if the race is Track inspected off. and meeting to proceed. I just told you that. Yep, I'm always, good to be second, always good to be second with the news, Chris. <laughs> I tell you what, that's magic. Oh, 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 it's magic. today. We've got two, because my last day for the year, you'll be back next week. I think Sammy Highland is he going to Yeah, join Sammy Highland's okay. going to uh, co-host the show for the next four weeks, I so, think it is, Mark. You're having okay. long well, service enti- leave or something. I'm entitled to have a break. Now, um, so we're going to do two today, because they're the same poor bloke. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Which well, one do you want to start it's with? It's Jimmy Jakes. It's, it's, this is our best of for, yeah. the, for the year. And this yeah. guy, these were both great. This is Jimmy Jakes, who's a race caller in South Australia, yep. calls the trots at Globe Derby. So I don't know which one we've got first. Well, no, which one would you like first? Well, That's let's what I'm go first you. with the race call. This everyone. Most people have heard this, where he lost his voice. So the horse where he loses the horse, his, the horse, horse call. call. <laughs> yeah. Between runners, we own a teaching on the inside, Linville Deedy, and at the tail in the field, we're looking about five or six metres to Boobaroey Boy. I think we're going here in front, leading the way. It's Elia Rose, leads by two metres in second placing. Well, he got there. He's a trooper to turn up for he work got, that He day. got there. He really is. Now, yeah. the next one, of course, is Jimmy. He, his voice has obviously returned. <laughs> Because he's uh, he's got caught out when the Sky Channel uh, anchor in the studio has crossed over to him. He's uh, doing a bit of lunch ordering on the phone. Hey, Globe Derby, let's get, get out nice and early and say a very good afternoon to Jim Jakes. Hey, I was wondering if, uh, if I could order a um, beef schnitzel with... Hey, Globe... <laughs> well, what did the anchor say? Let's get out early to uh, Jim Jakes. Well, they got out a little bit too early for Jim. <laughs> Unfortunately, but I hope he enjoyed his schnitzel and chips. <laughs> uh, look, it's as the you know one of the great Monty Python sketches would say. There's only one thing worse than not being known about, and that's be, and one thing worse than being known about, and that's not being known about. Exactly. And so at least he's known for something, Jim. And, and look, it's I mean he. It's not like he, you know, killed anyone. No, it's, it's funny, it's, and it's I'm sure funny. Jimmy be the first one to laugh. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, the last. My, that's magic for the year. I did want to play, and you didn't want to do it, and I don't know why. Which one? 
We've done him to death a little bit lately. Well, but uh, No, we haven't lately. That's <laughs> the point. We haven't lately since we played it last time. You got a second one. Yeah, and then he won again, which I didn't play because no, I thought exactly. people are getting sick of no. Sumo, mumo, 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 mumo. Well, they're getting sick of some things, but you'll be back next week anyway with uh, Sam Hyde. Maybe I'll play it then. You might So well when do. you tune anyway, in on no, holidays, because no. I know you will. No, I'm playing fan golf of the next show. Friday. Oh. Yeah, I'm playing golf next Whereabouts? Friday. At Gales. It's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, with the Hoppies Ambassador. So it's a golf day out there next Friday. And then on the Monday, <laughs> off I'm off you for go. about three weeks. And as I said to you on the – Breakfast with Pat and Hill, seeing family that I haven't seen for a couple of years. So that'll be that'll be good. So anyway, that's about it. And it's good to know you can go away and leave the show in safe hands. Yeah, and I'm not really concerned about it. So that's cool. It'll be fine as, as long as you don't press the wrong buttons or sit in the I'll wrong chairs. Or, and you can get in the building. That'll be <laughs> the key thing for you. And remember to actually get some get tips pa- for the weekend. It'll be awful if Sam it'll be awful if Sam Highland out tipped you, wouldn't it? That'd be a disaster. No, I think he's hosting and I'm gonna do the he's tips. He's allowed to have tips. Yeah, I don't I'll be telling Sam today. He's putting all the pressure. Or on Monday me. that uh, he's allowed to have tips. Anyway, mate, look, it's been a great year. The, it's, it's been, been a long fun. year. It's been a, a, a big year. We've had a terrific winter racing carnival. We did. Um, this summer carnival is going to be great. The Magic Millions, of course, you'll be down there. Patty and Heels will be broadcasting from January 11. You'll be here over the break because you need to get your form ready for that Magic Millions carnival that's coming up. And I'll be back with the punters, mate, um, that week ending. Oh, be back January 10 for whatever... 14, I think it is, the Friday. So look forward to seeing you Enjoy then. your break. Have a Merry good Christmas. Christmas to you and your family. Good New Year. It's and been a great year. year. A lot and of it's fun. Been, and thank you all for listening. Uh, Chris will be back next Friday with Sammy Highland, so we look forward to that. But that is, for me, the final punters, mate, of 2021. Hope you all have a great Christmas and a merry, a merry New Year. And we will see you. I'll see you on January 10. Bye for now.